So we've come to this verse that says, If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. What does that mean, the body is dead because of sin? It seems rather peculiar, and yet it has wonderful implications for our faith life and our encouragement. So let's explore that together, shall we? Colin Cook here and how it happens. Thank you for joining me today. You're listening to the good news described in the book of Romans. This book that was written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, because you remember, Jesus appointed Paul and told him to go and teach and preach uh, these things that Paul, that Jesus obviously had revealed to him. So we are really listening to Jesus' thoughts that have been passed on to this man's mind through the Holy Spirit so that we can understand what Jesus was doing on the cross and in the resurrection. And as we learn all that, we our faith grows, we train our faith, we have new confidence to walk with God, to bring to him all our troubles, no matter how dark and sinister and wrong they are, or no matter how perplexing if they're coming from the outside. We can bring these things to him there is no condemnation, we are not rejected, and you know how it is when you communicate with people, you feel better about what's been on your mind, heavy on your mind, and that is truer a hundred times more with God. When we open our hearts to Him about all the things that trouble us, then our spirit is lightened, and that's a beautiful thing in regard to our walk with Jesus Christ. So, listen in to this broadcast any time of the day or night, Ten uh, rather on your smartphone. You can simply download a free app, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Podbean, or Google Podcasts, and go to, um, uh, and uh, key in how it happens uh, when you get there. Of course, you don't download uh, Google Podcasts, you simply go there. And uh, you uh, can also hear the broadcast on the radio at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. So, we're looking at Romans 8, and this is a chapter on life in the kingdom of Christ freed from the power and judgment of death. Though we shall die, we will rise again. And some of us, maybe, if Jesus comes sooner, will we'll live through this whole thing and see him at his return. But what we know is that the power of death has been broken and that God will remove this power, this death, from the whole planet, as he promises in Isaiah chapter 25. For the present, we live by faith in his resurrected life. And we are exploring what that's all about in chapter 8 of Romans. And so then Paul says, as I mentioned in the introduction, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And we talked about what it is to, for Christ to be in us. How do we get him in us? Um, you know, when I was a perfectionist Christian and a legalist, I couldn't understand that. How do I get Christ into me? Do I meditate more? Do I pray more? Do I fast more often? Do I go to more meetings? What do we do to get Christ into us? But, of course, I didn't understand faith then. Uh, 
This is a statement of faith. If Christ is in you, that is a statement that implies that you have been given the gift of faith by God because you heard the good news about Jesus and believed it. And as you believe, you believe he is your Savior, you believe he is the Son of God who has come to the world to redeem the world, you believe that as you trust in him, he is your salvation, and he has brought you into the presence of his Father in his righteousness, not yours. His, his righteousness is counted to you. That is what it means to be in Jesus Christ. So then, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. What does that mean? I mean, does that mean that we don't feel anything anymore in our bodies? Does it mean we aren't supposed to give attention anymore to our bodies? Aren't we supposed to eat well and uh, to take care of our bodies? Aren't we supposed to, uh, aren't we free to enjoy a nice dinner with friends on a weekend or something? And uh, choice foods that we like and that please us? Aren't we uh, aren't there sensations in the body that we are free to take care of in an appropriate way? Of course. So then what is it to be, to, for the body to be dead? Because it says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Well, it's talking about this life in the kingdom of Adam, as I keep referring back to. Life in the kingdom of Adam brought us sin and death, judgment under God's uh, wrath because God loves and cannot take into the kingdom of broken humanity. He wants to renew that humanity. And so the humanity that we live in is the body of sin. It is the humanity that has a natural bent downwards, a natural inclination to do wrong, to think evil, to take advantage of people, to be selfish, and so on. That body of sin which is broken, Jesus took the judgment for it at the cross. He was condemned to death, not on his own behalf, but, upon, uh, but for us. So his death is our judgment of our human nature, our body of sin. So when we are believers in Jesus Christ as our atoning sacrifice, our body is counted, our body of sin, as if it were dead. It is counted as if it were dead. Now, how do I know that? Why do I say counted as instead of actual? Well, let's have some common sense. You know your body's not dead. You're living in it, for goodness sake. But beyond that, it is counted because we know that because it says in chapter 4, to him who does not work, but to, uh, this is verse 5, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. We are treated as if we were righteous. It is counted to us. How is it, do you think, that God can declare innocent, that is, justify, the ungodly? How can, how can the ungodly be declared innocent? Well, certainly not in their own selves, because they're ungodly. But Christ's righteousness 
is counted as ours, and therefore we are declared innocent, justified, in his righteousness, not ours. So in a life we never lived, you see, and a death we never die, we base our whole eternity. And so this is what Paul means when he says, the body is, uh, if, in, if, uh, if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. You count your body as no longer under the kingdom of Adam, because that judgment has been made. And therefore, you enjoy the experiences of your human nature, your body, in Christ, and in the resurrected life, and in the kingdom of uh, the second Adam, where there is no judgment. Now, why is it important for me to emphasize this? because there are so many religious Christian neurotics out there. That is, Christians who have not been guided properly in understanding the book of Romans and have taken a terribly warped view of it, and I grant you that it's easily possible to do that because Paul doesn't use the language that we are using today or the thought forms. And so many Christians get the idea that somehow they must eliminate their human nature. They do it by fasting, they do it by meditation, they do it by retreats, they do it by avoiding the world, and they end up as religious neurotics, paranoics. You know, Martin Luther, before he found the gospel, you've heard me talk about this before, was a monk in the Catholic ch uh, Church, and he used to flagellate himself. That is, he used to beat his body. He had a whip that he lashed upon his back. One uh, day, uh, his spiritual advisor came to his cell and found Martin Luther collapsed unconscious on the floor in a pool of his own blood. What was he trying to do? He was trying to destroy his human nature, punish it so that it would not um, appeal to him anymore. He used to wear a horsehair shirt against his uh, skin so that uh, the pain of that would uh, obviate or preclude the pleasures uh, or the pleasant feelings of his body. You see then that this can become crazy stuff if we misunderstand it. But if we do understand it by faith, it becomes a wonderful liberation for us. So, in what sense is your body um, dead because of sin? Well, it's no longer counted in the, the kingdom of Adam anymore, under the judgment of sin and death. So that when you eat a nice, suppose you have, for instance, a problem with eating and, and a problem with food and you're trying to lose some weight, well, uh, you don't want to get paranoia, uh, paranoid about it, do you? But if you were a Christian misunderstanding these issues, then every little pleasant morsel you would feel guilty about because you're pleasuring your body, which Paul says is dead and you're supposed to put it to death. Uh, well, is that what he's saying, you're supposed to put it to death? No, he's saying it is counted as dead, it is because Christ is now your righteousness and you are now in the kingdom of grace 
the kingdom of the second Adam, your body is no longer under the judgment of sin and death. And therefore, when there is something pleasant to eat, and if it is wise, if it's not too late at night, for instance, if it's not going to put more weight on you, uh, and you uh, act wisely, you can enter into that pleasure as in the kingdom of Christ, in the kingdom of the second Adam, without judgment. This is how we live as Christians. We live without that condemnation that has racked our emotions for years because we did not understand how the gospel operates. There are so many Christians who are withered and shrunken all because they are afraid of judgment. They live constantly under the fear of God's judgment. But that is not the Christian life. The Christian life is that we are freed from God's judgment, and that doesn't lead us to let it all hang out and to be libertines. It means that we now live freely with our own way of understanding how to control things. We learn as we go along, and sometimes we stumble, but we get up again, and we move forward without condemnation. And if we do fall, we bounce back and not stay under a cloud of judgment, self-judgment, for weeks on end. Do you see then how bright, how beautiful, how light the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ really is? This program comes to you by listener support. That is, listeners who appreciate the program, who are growing in faith as a result of it, uh, like to support the program financially. It costs $39 per 15 minutes to keep going. That's about $850 to $900 per month. It varies according to the season. So if you would like to help with a donation or with regular donations or just one time or occasional, then please send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. That's FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.